You are now entering Nowhere, California. If you like what you hear, you can subscribe to us on your favorite podcast sites like iTunes by searching Nowhere, California. A reminder, Nowhere, California podcast is our old feed, so please subscribe to Nowhere, California, our new feed. Also, you can get your Nowhere, California fix online by going to our official website, NowhereCalifornia.com and emailing us at nowhere underscore california at yahoo.com ideas from everywhere voices from nowhere since 2011 this is josh this is nick and welcome to nowhere california i believe this is episode 114 114 we got a we got like a stack deck today say that one more time stack deck Mine out of the gutter, fucker. <laughs> I can't help it. It's nowhere in California. You just need dick. Your mind's always on dick, 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 dick. Um, that's not... I heard stacked and I was thinking boobies. <laughs> and then I thought you said the word dick because I was distracted by... Fuck off. Just go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh, to get off on the right note there. And then kind of to jump right into a fucking somber one. Um, I wanted to hold off on talking about this on here. We could have talked about it on Ecto. We could have talked right. about it anywhere else. Well, really just here or active because we only have the two active podcasts right now yeah but when it comes to nowhere california this show is kind of the one where we do those like milestone moments or just kind of those moments in life we kind of really just want to have on wax and kind of put forth right and this is going to be one of them and it's going to be very therapeutic for me right now Mm -hmm. because i can talk about certain stories that i won't get dirty looks from my family on right (laughs) because um my dad passed away Yes. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> on September 4th, uh, Randy Gilmore, if uh, anybody knows me <laughs> in his real name, uh, he passed away uh, mid-afternoon. And and it's been a very mixed bag. I know everybody's been telling me, like, it's going to hit you like a ton of bricks. And I'm like, it really hasn't. It's, like, hit me, like, random bricks to the head. Well, you know, one of the things is, in moments like this, we tend to occupy ourselves <clears throat> With stuff that keeps us in the moment. Yeah. Like this. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, we also, uh, in all fairness, with dealings with family, it tends to distract you and keep you, you know, from being able to process your grief and things like that properly. Yeah. So, you know, uh, if this is the venue in which this happens, awesome. I know your, your quote was... Uh, I'll probably be standing in the movie aisle at Target, and I'll pick up a specific movie or see one, and I'll just be like, oh, God. Yeah. (laughs) If you know the um, (laughs) Titus airplane bit where it hits him about his mom passing. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Where he's in the bathroom on the airplane, 20,000 feet in the air. Sobbing. Yeah. (laughs) I need some peanuts. (laughs) But also, too, leading into this, um, excuse me. I was really thinking about the uh, Kevin Smith's reaction to his dad dying with the immortal Grace. Right. Grace the fat one's doing something. <laughs> and I don't really have too many of those with my dad, but there, uh, I'm going to just rattle off a couple right now, though. One is the mortal moments where, like, I would dr- I'd go out with my dad to pay my bills and everything. He'd come along just because he's like, fuck it, I want to just go do something. Yeah. And I noticed him checking <clears throat> out girls. <laughs> and there was one time I'm just like, dude, what the hell? And he's like, I'm not dead. That's right. I may be married, but I'm not dead. I, the, the famous line is, just because I ordered, 
doesn't mean I can't look at the menu. Yeah. Now, there's some that take a little further and say, just because I ordered, doesn't mean I can't have dessert. Yeah. That's not, that's no, no. That's oh, no, that, no. that came up, and like, what the fuck? But you could look at the menu and, and admire what other, you know, other chefs have yeah, created. Yeah, but it, I can, it, I, like, my friends know my looks of, like, what the fuck? And it was <laughs> probably one of my first really natural, like, the shit? <laughs> and then there was another one. For some reason, me and my dad were talking about people that have pissed us off and everything. Right. And what we'd like to do to them and everything. And my dad brings up the fact he knows people that would dump people in the desert. And I'm kind of like, my dad's connected. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. It's that moment of realism with your parents where you go, oh, shit, they're capable of taking a life. It's like, (laughs) I thought that was just a threat when I was a kid. Oh, Lordy. Yeah. And then this one you're going to like because it's kind of delving into our world uh, from Mark's Unknown. Right. When my dad got headbutted in the knee by Christopher Daniels. That's right. I remember you telling me about this. Yeah. Um, I don't think I brought it up on here before. No. Um, we were at one of the local shows, the HRW shows. It right. was uh, Diablo, uh, Dustin. Yeah. Uh, versus uh, the Fallen Angel, Christopher Daniels. Right. And at one point, Daniels, I believe, got thrown out of the ring and he tumbles a little too much and then his head right in my dad's knee <laughs> my dad's like ah oh. didn't really mess it up but it's just like holy shit yeah did it phase Daniels at all well you gotta think he's a pro wrestler taking chair shots to the head it's and- it's true but I'll tell you right now man whenever we did uh, you know our martial arts or anything like that and we had to walk through techniques yeah knees were the one thing that my sensei was always like mm, careful be very <laughs> careful because you don't always gauge your depth and you can exactly. really do damage with a knee in your, if you're not paying attention. Well, Daniel seemed like he it didn't phase him because he kept going with it and went right into the match. And then after the show was done, there was a meet and greet with Daniels and all the other wrestlers. <laughs> Very cool. And um, me and my dad were going up to Daniels. My, we didn't even get a chance to say anything because Daniels is like, how's your knee? <laughs> oh, that's cool. That's yeah. cool. Because, like I said, you got to think he... Right, probably, it's a smaller crowd. He visually marked them. Yeah, and he takes enough shots. And it wasn't like he dove directly at my dad's knee. Right. So he had a little time to... He just miscued his role. Gotcha. <laughs> Enough to where he's like, crap, I just took that dude's knee out. <laughs> That's cool. I, you know, for me too, that was that was a, a, a jump-off point. Um, my dad and I uh, watched WWF back in the day. A little bit. I, I remember it uh, vaguely. My father passed when I was seven. Um, but I remember the, the good memories surrounding that. I remember my mom telling me, oh yeah, you have... You know, family members who have wrestled, who have, you know, wrestled the likes of Gorgeous George and things oh, like that. Cool. And I was like, what? Awesome. What the f- Who? So, you know, it was it was kind of interesting, you know, and I think it's something that... Fit that Boy fought, Flanagan, it, that was his name. Right. Boy Flanagan. Oh. <laughs> I, I won't be too proud of that. That's actually. right. You know? <laughs> uh, <clears throat> it was a woman wrestler, and her name was The Meat Curtains. Uh, <laughs> so... You know, there has to be Mom, a Mom, I don't want to know that. There has to be a Russell in a class that has some really fucked up name like that. Oh, I'm sure. Now I'm going like, oh, I'm sure. Oh, you know, wow. The, the Virginia vagina, you know, sort <laughs> yeah. of thing or something like that. But uh, I, I think that's that's kind of a, a rite of passage for, well, at least for kids in our age range and stuff like that. I, I know I'm a little bit older than you. So you have this kind of rite of passage where... It is a spectator sport. People get involved, you know. Oh, yeah. I still hear stories today of a uh, one of my favorite stories is still the, the one the woman in England who uh, called the police on Triple H because she was watching Monday Night Raw oh, God. and he was beating the crap out of Stone Cold Steve Austin. 
with a chair. And she's like, she, he's going to kill him. He's going to kill him. And they're like, ma'am, who's, who's going to kill who? Triple H, H is about to kill Steve Austin. Oh, God. And when it dawned on him, you know what was going on. So they, you know, they relayed that story, and she wound up meeting him and stuff. It was pretty funny. That's cool. But did I, um, did I ever tell you my involvement? No, no. F- finish your thought, and I'll, I'll tell you mine. Well, I was just going to say, I think it's a rite of passage for for fathers to pass it along to their sons, you know, because it's, you know, for for women, it's, and I, I don't want to put anybody into categories and things, but for the longest time. But if you want to write Nick, here's right. email address. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, and I don't care about your thoughts. <laughs> At eatmydick.com. So, <laughs> if, I've, if I've offended anybody, fucking grow a pair and grab some tissue. Some porn and suck site it's going to get an email going like, who's being sexist? Yeah. Who the fuck is Nick? Filing a lawsuit. Nowhere, California. Uh, so, it's, uh, you know, back in the day, it was always women would watch their soaps or their dailies yeah. and things like that. <clears throat> you and know, men would have their soaps with their Exactly. Soap. And we'd have, you know, I, I remember ex- trying to explain it to my wife. She was, you know, uh, years ago, my ex-wife, she said to me, you know, I don't understand what your idea, you know, like what, what, what's going through your head when you want to watch wrestling? And I'm like, how's General Hospital? And she's like, that's not the same thing. And I said, it's exactly the same oh, yeah. thing. They just don't beat the crap out of each other. They don't, you know. It'd be a lot more exciting. Yeah, it'd be a hell of a lot more exciting. That Luke and Laura wedding would have been awesome. Right. <laughs> Throw a couple chair shots in there. So, uh, I don't know what's scarier to me. I think you nailed the soap opera that was on. God, but my mom, my I grandma. Know. Like, I watched Days of Our Lives. I, I kept up with it because of this girl, Chloe, on there. It was hot as hell. Right. And that was about it. Okay, the but, uh, things right. we didn't know about Josh. Oh, do, I, got, do, I, got, do, I got another do. thought to throw in after my... Uh, no, go for episode. it, man. Go ahead. But I just, like I was saying, I think it's just a rite of passage for fathers, and that's a great memory to have, you know? Okay, okay, then I'll give it to you in a choice. Do you want to hear the soap story, or do you want to hear the wrestling story? The wrestling story. Okay, so it was another HRW show. Okay. With our friend, Deshaun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was wrestling. I believe the guy's name was uh, Ron Killings. Big dude, big heavy Oh, dude. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Me and my dad are sitting ringside, and Ron, like, looks directly at me. He goes, give me your chair. <laughs> and me knowing <clears throat> what's going on and everything, I went with it. I, I got up. I was like, me? Right. He's like, yeah, give me your chair. So I pick up the chair. I'm trying to fold it and hand it to him. So, But I'm kind of going on the fly. So I'm kind of just rolling with it, kind of like, I, I, I'm sorry. I, he's like, give me the chair. I'm like, here. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, Deshaun gets the upper hand and takes him out if if honestly i could have if they would have informed me beforehand it, it was probably on the fly for ron right right but if they were like hey ron's gonna do this just play along go with it and I'm like okay cool and then i may have thrown out like my afterthought of it was like fumbling with the chair for a little bit and wait until deshaun gets up and gets the upper hand slam this chair shut and fling it to deshaun there you, oh, look at you. Look at you trying to write yourself into the creativity. Dude, how often have we had those moments with the mics in front of our face? When, right. Yeah. Right. You know, you got to seize your opportunity. I, I, I admire but the hell out of that. I, I think it's still flowing around on YouTube somewhere. So I'll, I'll, oh, that's cool. I'll, I'll have to check that out. Yeah, I, uh, my only other recollection of somebody calling for a chair was ECW when uh, they buried... Oh, uh, God, that classic... <laughs> Wait, who was it they buried in the ring? Uh, I think it was Terry Funk and uh, Mick Foley, Foley, right? And yeah, I think it was yeah. they buried Mick in in oh, yeah. chairs, and then uh, like a couple whacked Terry. So oh yeah, yeah, went with it and fell down and 
rolled with it. Right. So, but yeah, that's you know, it's I, I think wrestling is a is a great father to son kind of, you know, I, hell, Sierra, my oldest. Yeah. Um, at her fifth birthday, I think it was fourth birthday. Yeah, I think it was something like that. My my ex wanted to do a Barbie. Like theme girl girly theme thing, yeah. so she set this whole thing up in like pink and stuff like that. Her favorite gift was from her uncle Alan, my my like my brother Alan Hawthorne. Um, <laughs> he brought her a smoking skull, a Stone Cold Steve Austin belt from Jack Specific. Oh, nice! <laughs> and that was it. We just spent the rest of the afternoon wrestling. My wife was pissed. She's so mad. She said, "I'm like, come on, man! You can't force her to be something." Well, the key not. thing there is ex-wife. <laughs> right, right, ex-wife, right. Yeah. After I gave her a stunner, yeah, that bitch. Anyway, yeah, but um, that that kind of wraps up this uh part. Um, the, yeah, how do you how do you end like a part like this? Well, you know what, man, this is this is therapy for you, and and uh, you know, <clears throat> I know some people will probably jump through this, and you know, might fast forward through it or whatever, For and that's dicks. fine. It's yeah, yeah, yard, have yard dicks. <laughs> uh, but honestly, uh, this is. This is what we do, and we do this because we love doing this. Um, we don't do this to just set out and please a bunch of people. If you happen to jump on and you like Nowhere California, right, we're, awesome. we're glad to have you on board. But this is what we do. You know, this is our therapy. This is our moment of catharsis. You know, this is where we get to sit down and talk about things that are exciting to us, and we know that are exciting to other people. And so, like we said, when we connect with you, it's fantastic. Otherwise, this is this is about us, and we've always said that life comes before the mic, and sometimes life uh, gets put in front of the mic where yeah. we where we discuss things. And so, you know, you're going to have episodes where this happens. Um, you know, with that with that being said, um, go sure. I'll, I'll throw this out though before we move on to the next uh, topic. My uncle is in town because he's doing the eulogy and stuff, right. and he had all me and my brother and my sister sit down and pick our brains about my dad uh-huh. and. There's parts of it where it's like, God, I'm not looking for this guy. Because, like, we were talking about Phil and Dreams before right. recording and everything, and I'm like, never seen it. And, honestly, the scene in question where all, every son and every dad was like, oh, my God. Yeah. I don't think it would hit me the same way, like, it did. Because, in the most loving way possible, with me and my dad, it was never a dad and lad situation. When I was younger. Yeah. When I was a kid and everything. <clears throat> yeah, it was more of that. But in the later years... It just it just wasn't there. Yeah, you just blossomed into your own man, and, yeah. and he, you know, stood back and let you do your thing. Yeah, exactly. And that was one of the questions, like my uncle asked, was like, if you could talk to your dad right now, what would you want to say? And without him skipping a beat, I'm like, I honestly don't know because I'm so used to him being around. Because the last couple of years his health's been bad and everything, right? And I basically said, like, I honestly don't know. Um, talk to me about uh, ask me that again in about five years. And hopefully I will have something to say. And that's kind of the thing I'm going to look forward to is hitting that moment of like, oh, hey, Dad. <laughs> right. Yeah. So now, with that being said, are we going to push the eulogy back five years? Or No, I got I got to do that. No, I'm not doing the eulogy. <laughs> Hell no. That's that's public speaking. No, I no. Can, but I, I mean, this. This is I mean is your uncle going to push you back until he gets your input? No, no. He got some good stuff. <laughs> he, he got the Christopher Daniel story and it's the good MASH stuff. story and some <clears> other <throat> stuff. And that was, that was the one thing I was not looking forward to with that sit down. I was like, because me and my brother and sister we're kind of ass hats. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's look, I'll tell you right now, it's moments like this where you get to examine <clears throat> yourself and your family and, and things like that and, and what's going on and sometimes there's pluses and sometimes there's minuses. I you know, I've always been one that never goes to I don't go to funerals and things like that. <clears throat> I try not to. 
You want to go to this one? But uh, yeah. sure, I'll go. Uh, okay, then you can sit in my place and I can go. Oh no! All right now. <laughs> uh, but you know, we have these moments where uh, we realize that you you might know some dickish things about your dad, or you you might know that you know certain things weren't always uh, you know the best sailing. You know, it was always it wasn't always smooth waters and things like that. You know, whatever it might yeah. be. Uh, and this goes this holds true with you know anybody, but. You know, you're you're gonna sit in a room full of people who are going to mourn him, and who are going to tell the best that they possibly can about somebody. And it's it's something that I've insisted that if if you know once once I pass, once I'm gone, uh, yeah, you know, honestly, I don't care what they do because I'm gonna be gone. But I've requested that if anything happens, one, I want to be cremated, and two, I. I just want people to have fun, you know. I want them to have fun. I want them to talk. Hey, you remember when Nick did, you know, pulled this stupid ass move, you know, that kind yeah. of. I want people to remember me for the person that I am, not the person that they envision me to be. You know. So, so you're saying open bar? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, cool. Open bar. There's going to be uh, rails of coke and stuff like that oh, too. Nice. So. You yeah. up as like a marionette? Yeah, pretty much. I have always said that I would love to <laughs> be put in an evil, evil Knievel helmet and shot out of a cannon like over a freeway or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> into another net or completely miss the net and have everybody just go holy shit that guy just died yeah. be like well technically he did but he, he was already dead if he wasn't before <laughs> right you know so but uh you know this this is our this is our open forum to do what we do and yeah. and it's always welcome well you know they they say it's you know that's that's ultimately our destiny is is to is to meet our maker at the end or to to die you, you should really stitch on on a pillow Look, I'm really shitty at my segues. Uh, since it's our really? destiny to die, I'll roll into my review of Destiny Two. Oh, God. Uh, I'm sorry, I don't. Yeah, I need to throw some Benny Hill music. Jesus, I, there's somebody right now smacking himself in the forehead, going, "Good God, please get him off the show." Please, uh, uh, friendly reminder to everybody listening that may have donated to our Kickstarter. Don't take that. <laughs> oh God. More on that later. I'm glad that this episode's coming out after our completion of the Kickstarter. Oh, dear God. But I'm Um, Destiny (laughs) 2. On a lighter note, (laughs) Destiny 2 launched uh, September 6th. Did you have any uh, midnight issues? Uh, No, well... I think East Coast had most of the midnight issues. I See, I don't know. I'm not sure. The the fine people at Glove and Boots, uh, Farfa, the Groundhog, had some issues. Okay, because... Well, they were having trouble getting in, right? Yeah, they were having trouble. Yeah, yeah. But it's he's just also because a groundhog too, so it may have been controlling the controller. <laughs> right. It's um, basically what it is. Is it was the everybody kind of queued into their servers, and uh, I I'm sure they were expecting it, but it was just kind of okay. We're going to funnel you in, you know. Uh, and it it's like I was Black a lot, Friday. I had to wait maybe 20 minutes to play. Um, I had downloaded mine earlier in the day that because slept twenty minutes because you're sitting there naked with chicken wings, weren't you? Uh, well, I mean, yeah, but it, I was naked with chicken wings too. So plus minus plus minus, I think it balances out. Unless you dripped any of the hot sauce on. No, 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 that was good. That was good. Uh, that's why the wife played in the other room. She didn't want to see any <laughs> of that action going on. You know, I got to tip my hat to uh, the guys at our GameStop that's over in the mall, uh, Mall of Victor Valley here. <laughs> I, I went in there originally to buy two copies of Destiny, uh, one for Christina's PS4 and one for mine because we play with my friend uh, uh, Jeremiah and, and George. And he was like, why don't you file share it? 
And I said, can you file share? And he goes, yeah, yeah, there's a way to do it. You, you have to, you know, like follow these directions here and you can do it. So what I did was instead of spending roughly 120, Over, $140, yeah. I wound up spending a hundred dollars, bought the elite edition, which gives me all of the downloadable content in the future for free. Nice. Uh, yes. Uh, with some exclusive stuff, plus that cool little Cade 6 figure that's sitting up there on the, the bookshelf. Nice. Um, right? So along along with that, um, what that did was I, I came home, downloaded it onto mine, and then I turned around and unprioritized it. Basically, I, I, I didn't make... You, you I, took a, a pri- I took a primary... Right, I took the primary off my PlayStation 4 and went in and made her PlayStation my primary one. Now, all of my stuff is still on mine. But I go into hers. Hers is set as my primary. Now she can file share all of my games uh, that are downloaded from the the store, and you know because it's a it's a family PlayStation. Yeah. So I downloaded onto hers. Downloaded onto mine. It took us a few hours to get it done because it's a big ass file, and uh, we were ready to rock by by the midnight. You know, uh, nice. uh, show. Yeah, I actually got it. A, I got the code a day before. So what it did is downloaded it. And then it just left it with a timer saying you had like two days yeah. or, you know, a day or whatever left to go before the launch. The cool thing about being on the West Coast is because they did a midnight launch. The midnight launch was on the East Coast. Nice. So they got it at midnight. We got it at 9 p.m. So I was like, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so we, we were in much earlier. And it's a lot of fun. We've been playing like crazy. I mean, I was playing when you got here. Yeah. Um, my, uh, <clears throat> to, I guess uh, to go with uh, Nowhere California's motto of full disclosure. My only interaction with Destiny 2 has been the little bit I've seen you play and the Glove and Boots uh, live stream right. of them playing it, which if you've seen Glove and Boots live streams, there's not a lot of playing. <laughs> so, I'm They're not, playing, but not a lot. <laughs> I'm not going to try to touch those guys at all, but... You got to watch their Friday the 13th one. It's so awesome. <laughs> I will say this. Um, Destiny 1 overpromised a lot of stuff. Um, and I, I think the developers realized that. Well, they did. Bunge, yeah. Bungie is the you know the same developers and stuff like that who put together Halo and and all of that stuff. Uh, so it's they're used to doing you know the player versus player and story driven you know stuff like that. Um, Destiny Destiny One was not horrible, but it was very limited in where you could roam. Well, wasn't Destiny One the one that they said there's going to be millions of planets? No, no, no. That was uh, another. Oh, oh God, what was it? No Man's Sky. Oh, okay, that one that came I think it was called. Went. Yeah, that was. It came and went real fast because they dropped them off. Yeah, but it was literally like you're supposed to leave from one place and go to another planet and be able to explore that planet. So completely. all the gamer geeks listening to this right now are sending hate mail to me. No, so mind you, it's go suck a dick. There at you go. Fuckyourself.com. Uh, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, and then the continuity nerds are like, that's not what Nick said earlier. Fuck all you guys. <laughs> I don't even know who you are, but fuck all you guys. Anyway, uh, no, Destiny just promised a lot of, um, a lot more open world. And um, one of the things that they, they made a big mistake on was the first DLC that came out for it was awesome. Fucking cool. Had a great raid at the end of it. Um, it was... It was a, a really solid, you know, downloadable content. Um, the second one that came out, which was, uh, I believe, House of Wolves, had no raid attached to oh, it. Wow. So you were expected to follow the storyline, you know, with the Reef and this this alien race called the Awoken. And 
it didn't really go anywhere. It sucked. It really kind of sucked. And so I, I think Bungie kind of was like, okay, we need to correct a few things here. So <clears throat> everything that was promised in Destiny 1, they super delivered for Destiny 2. Uh, I couldn't have been more pleased playing this game. Uh, there's a lot of variety. First of all, what they did was there's there's weapon slots in the in the first one where you have your your primary weapon, then you have a secondary weapon that usually has some type of damage to it, void, arc, or solar damage. And it has something that goes on, you know, along those lines. And then your third one, which is your your power, your heavy weapon, it was either a machine gun or it was a rocket launcher. That was it. This one, they've... Now, I've seen... I I think I've seen a couple of rocket launchers, but I've I've yet to find one. Um, Most of them are grenade launchers now. They have a little grenade launcher. They also have um, they have swords. That was a big thing in the last one. Were power swords we can get in and melee the crap out of somebody. Uh, sniper rifles have moved down from the secondary level to the heavy weapons oh, nice. level. That's that was <clears> a big <throat> part of what I saw on uh, the glove and boots thing. They were right. at the church. The yeah, that's uh, the EDZ, the the European uh, yeah, the zone. The guy that they dubbed uh, uh, Sean Clooney. Uh, it's what he looks Sean, like, Sean Connery and George, George Clooney. Clooney. Yeah. exactly what he looks like. <laughs> yeah, and they were up there helping him with the sniper rifle. Yeah, yeah. You can sit up in the the church tower. He's supposed to be a sniper, and I think he has an eye patch too. So it, it's yeah, really it has weird. Infinity for teeth. Yes. So it's and yeah, he doesn't share it. No, it's uh, it's this goofy, you know, goofy little portion. But they introduced uh, several new characters. Uh, one of them, I can't remember her first name, but her last name's Hawthorne, and um, <clears throat> she's basically she makes the point in case or the case in point that uh, we've been defending the city and we've been doing all this stuff and we've never been guardians, we've never been touched touched by the light. The light is from this thing called the Traveler. It's this big sphere, you know, that that hangs over Earth, and it's like a protectorate. Um, and what it does, is it gives guardians and you know. Uh, the ability to never die. They have immortality. There's these ghosts that come along with them. It's these little companions that float around and they can access all kinds of material and hack all kinds of different things. But if you die, they literally bring you back. Um, and so, you know, there's no damage to you. You, you just regenerate. Well, in this one, there's a, <clears throat> there's an enemy that threatens that. He kind of traps the light and everybody's cut off from it. You find a shard of it, <clears throat> and you're uh, you're able to maintain the light. Like you're the only guardian that can do that. So it's it's your fight to free the traveler and, and his light and things like that. That's cool. and, yeah, but then you know, of course, if you if you follow the storyline, I'm not going to give any spoilers. But if you follow the storyline along, it introduces you to other things. You know, where you're like, oh look, uh, you know, here's this you know familiar alien race that we're going to have to fight and whatnot. But um, to just get to the nitty-gritty of it, Destiny 2 super delivered on this. Uh, all of their worlds are extremely explorable, have several different quest lines that you can follow uh, story-wise. Um, you still have your familiar um, uh, quests, and uh, Nightfalls will return. Nightfall strikes are going to return. Strikes will return in this one. And um, it you don't feel like you're really having to grind out your levels like you did the last time. It, it does seem that way. Like, yeah. There's not, like... Uh, pressure towards it. Right. It's it's not as hardcore. They have a soccer game going on on the, the farm. They've always had that ball floating oh, around there somewhere okay. it, it, in the tower before. It would you do that and you just bounce it around and. Uh, well, like the guys from Love and Boots, they did a Destiny uh, first Destiny streaming thing. They never right. did that. They would jump off the top of the tower, saying uh, Bruce Willis lines. 
you know, there's there are some very creative ways to kill yourself in this game. Oh yeah, from what it looks like, yes. Yeah, and uh, you know, anytime you're waiting for a group of people, you know, if you're in a raid or something like that, and you're waiting for people to line up, you could just push your friends off the cliff. <laughs> they just follow their death, and you're like, God damn it! <laughs> you know, and then they they res, they come right back, and you push them off the cliff again, or you know, whatever it might be. And uh, you know, but but this one really, really. Uh, delivered as nice. far as a sequel was concerned i i couldn't be more pleased i'm excited to jump back in the the replay value of the whole thing is fantastic that's what i noticed too right there's a lot there's a lot you can do like if i had the patience and time to sit down and actually right. play something this would definitely be one now they've opened up nightfall strikes which is you have to have a uh, specific number of of players to compete in the nightfall strikes and uh you know be involved in those i have not tried it yet i don't know if there's matchmaking that was the big complaint last time was if you wanted to compete in a nightfall strike or a raid, <clears throat> you had to have a fire team of six people together. Oh, wow. Um, this one, they've reduced it to uh, down to four. I think you can still go six in some of the raids and stuff like that. I'm not sure what they've done with that yet. But I don't know if there's matchmaking. Uh, that was the big complaint, is if you were a solo player and you didn't play with a group of people, how the hell were you supposed to complete strikes and stuff like that? If you know, unless you went to the Destiny forums, and it, it made it very difficult for you to communicate with somebody to try to get in. So they the definitely group. elevated the everything. Yes, they elevated everything. And the only thing, the only, the only complaint that I have about this game so far is their like Bungie just really wants to limit how people interact with one another. They said they really wanted to open that up and say, okay, it's about teamwork and it's about this, but it seems like they're limiting it by where World of Warcraft, you could walk up to somebody, you could you know, you know, could click a button and say, would you like to join our clan? They could say yes right then and there and boom. Or kicked in the nuts. Right, and so there you were. You were either kicked in the nuts or you were joined to a clan. Because in that's, this a, one, that's something I want to point out really quickly too. Sure. Destiny is the first game I really have noticed where you get a lot of I guess emote, emotion. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah, yeah emotes basically. You get you get different dance moves, and uh, uh, they even did <laughs> like, like in the last game they had the um, oh god Shia LaBeouf's meltdown. Just do it. It's not the meltdown, but the thing he did for the oh, the, uh, the, the, wow. the college. Yeah, where he he like acts the whole thing out. Where he's like yeah, mm-hmm. yeah but there's no oh, words. Okay, he's making the move. Oh, yeah, he's god, doing the awesome. exact movements from that. Uh, you know, there's that. There's the, they did the kid and play kickstep. They had one that was interactive. That you could do like the super intricate handshake. Oh, nice. Yeah, so it's, there's a lot of stuff that was in there. You know, slow clapping. There was uh, they've they've even and this one they've added uh, a couple of things where it will like with light it will draw out like a table and you flip the table. Nice. You know all the stuff. And I'm like I'm tired of this. You know, and so oh, awesome. There's different things that that you can do in the game, and it's uh it's a lot of fun. There's there's great little side quests to to earn exotic weapons and and stuff like that. And uh, I I'm thrilled to see what our um our raid's going to wind up being, and what the next expansion is going to be on this. You know, their their original goal with Destiny was supposed to be like a ten year game where you could stretch it out. Uh, you know, for ten years with downloadable content. Well, people kind of got fed up with that. Probably if the, Destiny the keeps Sony uh, PlayStation people, probably the Xbox people, because they're probably like, no, we need games. Well, it's it's not that. I mean, bringing a new downloadable content, new raids, and things like that, taking you back to familiar locations, but giving you new things to do within there, we're fine. The problem is they limited you on planets and stuff. And even in this one, the hint that 
we're going to explore new planets, we're going to do new things, you know, and stuff like that. So we may see with expansions, three new planets open up or another planet oh, become cool. available for us. And like I said, they've become so, so expansive. Of, so kind of streamlining the concept of the download content because you think with download content it's like oh we're just wanting your money it's like no we're going to make sure right they need to make it worth yes it needs to make it worth what you're paying for now like mine are already taken care of mine and christine's will always be taken care of but for those who didn't do that and they want to possibly see what happens it's fine that's a great apprehension to have coming off the first one but i think they're going to follow through with each one needs to have a raid Oh, yeah. You know, it needs to have a final end game. You know, a boss that you have to face off against and stuff like that. So, they brought back all the familiar enemies: uh, the Cabal, the Fallen, the Vex, the Taken, and um, I know I'm forgetting one here: Fallen, Vex, Cabal, some other fuckers. Yeah, the, yeah that, that the seems right. Republicans, Democrats, uh, Independents, Jawas, Jawas, uh, Tribbles. Yeah. Uh, my cat. Yeah. There's a couple other things too. Yes. Charts. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Skid marks in your underwear. That's this huge, huge, okay. huge boss. Huge boss. Yeah, that's a boss in your puberty. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, but uh, yeah, Destiny 2, I highly suggest if you haven't played it, if you haven't played Destiny 1, you don't have to. It's okay. There's going to be familiar things in it for those who have. You have to know but the you story. But you can still jump into this one and be okay. That's cool. Yeah, and they'll, they'll give you a solid backstory on things. And so uh, I highly suggest if you, if you get a chance, get out there, pick up Destiny 2, and play it immediately. So that about wraps it up, but I think there's somebody that's listening right now that's going, motherfuckers. Those bastards have forgotten me. Well, you haven't been here in a while, Phil, so it's easy to do that. But yeah. we'd be giant dicks if we did not mention this. <laughs> Well, we're giant dicks anyways, but yeah. we will mention this. Yeah. It's Phil's birthday. Happy birthday, baby boy. Yeah, he's still uh, in, incapacitated or incommunicative or what, what would be the word? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, I'd say incapacitated something up nice, but I'm going to use incommunicative or whatever the fuck that was. <laughs> whatever amalgamation of French and Algerian that was. As I was saying, I was like, oh, go for the snort. Go for the snort. <laughs> <laughs> it was good shit, man. Because the look on Nick's face was just like, <laughs> what where are that? you going with this? <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't sure, but um, <laughs> incapacitated works fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the episode you got before this one was our Kickstarter wrap-up and everything. Right. And also, too, it was about the same time of my dad's passing and everything. So we kind of kind of kept things tight on that one. Yep. And um, moved this stuff for the beginning of October because we also wanted to make sure we ended the episode right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, wish our lovely uh, podcast brother in arms a very, very happy, merry birthday. Yep. Uh, very, very merry. Well, no, it would be very merry on birthday if it was Disney. Yeah. And, we can get sued for that. Yeah, we don't want to do that. But uh, but they would have to listen to the entire episode to get to this point. Happy birthday, handsome. Your uh, your annual handshake pat on the back from East coming, and your, uh, your blowjob from Josh will be... In the mail. Yeah, in the mail. So... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that's going to happen, but... It, it, it's going to be like a two-liter bottle just with instructions to squeeze and let go. With a picture of you wrapped around it or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> just my hand. Uh, that's fair. Yeah. I, you know, you, look, it's 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 been a rough go for you, so I understand. If you yeah. don't, if you don't well, want to drop... It's been a rough go for him, too. If you don't want to drop down and, and suck some dick, I get it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, I'll keep that for 2018. There you go, man. <laughs> Future know, goals. A couple months away. Oh, oh God. Couple months away. God, 
freaking. Hell. Yeah, I, I mean we're yeah we're we're getting pretty close, but uh, for me it's exciting because uh, we're going to London, mate. Oh yeah, that is rapidly approaching for That's you. That's right in February. So Phil, he's gonna buy you a banger and mash there. That's right. Or banger mash or something. Uh, I think I'll let you do that while I'm gone. <laughs> yeah, you can send me pictures so I can realize why I'm not homesick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you can just be sick on the food. There you go. <laughs> But anyways, uh, that's wrapping up this episode of Nowhere, California. Once again, happy birthday, Phil. We, happy I birthday, know we Phil. We your balls there for a moment or two, but you are our brother. You're our podcast brother in arms, so. Yeah, we love you very much, man. We love we, you, dude. Um, we, uh, we hope you have a wonderful, wonderful birthday. Yeah, and hopefully we, we actually do something or whatever. Oh, we'll do something, but yeah. we got to acknowledge publicly that it's his yeah, birthday. It's his birthday. And he, he's a year older. This is our equivalent of saying something at Applebee's so that they put on their hats and go, happy, 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 happy. That's what we should do. We just should round up some waiters and stuff and just show up at his house. Yeah, show up at his house. Happy, happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, he'd, he'd probably shoot us. I think he'd love it. I think, I think Alicia would shoot us. <laughs> She'd yeah, be like, what true. the fuck are you guys doing? It's like, I don't like Apple Pay. Yeah, so... If this had been TGI Fridays, it would have been a whole different story. We don't have one. Yeah, we do. No, we don't. TGI Fridays? We don't have one up here. Yeah, we do. No, we don't. Are you sure? Where Where are you thinking? I don't know. Probably where the Applebee's is in Victorville. Okay, if we have a TGI Fridays, you're buying. Okay. Shit. Now you're going to make me think about this one. Well, as you're thinking about it, this has been Josh. This has been Nick. And hopefully we do have a Friday so he can buy me lunch. Ah, damn it. God. <laughs> Get your asshole out of my face. Okay, sorry. <laughs> no, that's an edit point. <laughs> yeah, that's an edit point for sure.